And it's time to get up close on corruption today with Zhang Huang, independent legal researcher with Lawquant LLC. Thank you very much for coming in as ever. Good morning, Alex. And, well, when we saw President Moon come to office in May, the feeling was that a whole different wind would blow in the country. And I think that has been the case. The both direct and indirect effects of this with the labour disputes we're now seeing, I feel workers feel emboldened. And and that's just one example. But corruption was something that they really campaigned against hard, didn't they? And that was an easy, easy one for them because of the allegations surrounding the Pakenhe administration. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't just any corruption. You know, we've seen corruption in past uh, Korean administrations and, you know, Koreans, fortunately, unfortunately, have somehow gotten used to it. But kind of the level of corrupt activities that took place within Pakenhe administration was just kind of bizarre. I mean, if you think back about whole Chesunshil affair, it was just really bizarre kind of situation and uh, and events that, that no one has ever seen, at least in Korea, and, you know, which led to, you know, the massive candlelight rallies, which directly contributed to the Moon administration. So in some, in some sense, Moon administration is in debt, you know, in a very perverse sense to the Park administration for for its birth. And at the, at the same time, you, you do have to also remember that, you know, the, I think some of the reasons for very high approval rating that the Moon administration currently enjoys is the stark contrast that it is now showing against the Park administration in the sense, you know, maybe just, you know, very simple things, not, not even very substantive things, but how the President Moon himself kind of interacts with the media, mm. you know, very open kind of atmosphere that he has created. And people are kind of realizing, well, yeah, that's not something that we've seen for the past four years. And it is kind of a refreshing and something that is a He has come across as being more of a people person, that's for sure. But how effective, now around four months in to this Moon administration, how effective has it been in addressing past corruption? Is it too early to tell? I think it is too early to tell. I mean, you know, there have been some notable changes, especially how the Blue House actually interacts with the media, I think is the most immediate and something that people can see in a very real sense. But, you know, some of the other things I think, I'm afraid that maybe, you know, a lot of, you know, sort of suspicions that many people had might not even be, you know, touched. For example, just a few days ago, uh, two of uh, Park administration's top aides, Yi Jae-man and Bong-gun actually showed up in a courthouse for the first time and they actually you know, admitted that yes, uh, we broke the law, law by not appearing before the National Assembly and uh, answering questions. So, you know, they might be punished for failing to show up for the National Assembly hearings, but that's not really what people are interested in. People are interested in exactly what kind of other corrupt practices they were involved in, but, you know, thanks to a lot of uh, evidence that has been destroyed or have been sealed, we don't even even though you know what was really going on, the third of the aide, the Chang Wosong, he's he's actually been you know now in jail for g- g- turning over a lot of government high confidential documents over to Chesunshil. But the other two are supposed to be even more important in the uh, the past Blue House administration. So you know you have to wonder what were what did they know, when did they know, and how much what else were they involved in? All those questions have not been even been touched so far. But we, we see individual very big stories like the strike action at KBS and NBC now with uh, claims of meddling by the former administration in, in, in the management and news editing of, of those major players in the local media scene. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but, but every time they're trying to get involved here, uh, the current administration's accused of 
political payback. Is there any merit to that accusation? I mean, everything is political, but at the same time, you do have to remember that the, all these critics are coming from the opposition parties that were part of the uh, you know Sanuri party, the, the, the former ruling party. Mm. And, you know, many of the leaders were actively involved in at least, you know, maybe helping to cover up or hide many of the corrupt practices at the same time. If you remember, you know, it's just a, exactly one year ago, you know, one year ago was right before when Choi Soon-sil you know, scandal actually broke out majorly in open. And at, at that time, you know, Sanuri party, various leaders are very much involved in sort of covering up. Uh, well, in retrospect, it was covering up, but basically They were, if you literally go back to exactly one year ago and look up, you know, so, so-called so K Foundation and Mirror Foundation, mm. now very infamous foundations connected with Choi Soon-sil, they were actually, actually saying that this, this is just a political maneuvering by the then opposition parties. And, you know, if you remember, the then Sanuri Party chairman, uh, Lee Jong-yeon, actually went on a five-day you know, f- uh, you know, hunger strike saying that, hey, we, we should not really go proceed with you know, K Foundation and Mirror Foundation, uh, National Assembly. Hearings. Those are the things that were going on. So, you know, none of those uh, National, National Assembly lawmakers have been, you know, tried for their involvement. But it really begs the question what did they know and why? What were their motivation for their actions? Memories of last year that you're flooding back to us now. You're, you're right. But also, I, I, I get a sense that the Park administration underestimated how big those. Uh, K-Sports Foundation uh, rumors were going to spread and how far that would become a whole scandal. Exactly. And at the same time, I, if you remember, just about a year ago, the big story in the political world was about the constitutional reform and how the constitutional amendments and changes to the presidential election and whole system might actually change, be a game changer. And, you know, not until the Chesuji scandal really broke open, you know, people thought that that was sort of the way for the political map going forward. So, you know, uh, you think things change really fast. I mean, now we think we sort of look at the totality of the scandals that have been uncovered so far and say, hey, that really gave rise to the candlelight rallies. But, you know, about a year ago, it was really, really hard to uh, fathom that, you know, about a year later, President Park would be behind bars and Samsung Shui, the vice chairman, would be behind bars. Those are things that were, prob- that were probably unthinkable at the time. So, yes, if, if you just to take those two facts, uh, some changes definitely took place in co- connection with corruption in Korea. In terms of going after crimes that are committed in the last administration or the allegations of crimes, is there a, another factor there that explains why momentum may have uh, eased a little, that, that the protests are over, that people won? Moon Jae-in was voted into power. Sure. President Park was removed from office. After that, yes, they're still waiting eagerly to see what the verdict will be for President Park herself, but for a lot of those peripheral figures, maybe... That explains why there's not this great scrutiny. And, you know, even if you're not part of that conservative clique that sort of want to cover up what the past administration did, maybe there is a large segment of the Korean population who says that enough is enough. Now that, you know, we've had impeachment, we, had a, we have a new president, you know, maybe we should just move forward and, you know, let the past be passed. 
you know, uh, that's sort of the argument for, you know, if, 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 to bring up an uh, example from the U.S. history of President Ford pardoning Richard Nixon, saying that, hey, we need to move forward. But at the same time, I do think that, you know, somehow the full accounting of uh, what has happened in the past administration is that does need to take place as, as a lesson for posterity. We, we really don't want to just cover it up and say, well, the past is past. I think, you know, we do need to put, put a, a, a strong uh, historical markers in that people should not do this again and you know we need to set up a strong norms within the society and the government not to have something like this happen again and i think for that we do need to have a, a fuller accounting is it important that ex-president park if she is found guilty if she is imprisoned is it important that she is not pardoned in a hurry in order to 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 achieve exactly what you just described Perhaps I think as soon as uh, you know, well, I don't think the pardon will be on the table until she goes to the full legal process. Meaning that she's just going through the her, her district court phase, so there will be definitely appeal and will definitely go to the uh, the Supreme Court. So I suspect you know the, the 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 main talk about pardon will not take place until the final adjudication, which will probably take maybe a year or two years time. At that point, I guess I mean my personal feeling is that you know the pardon could take place. I mean, I think there's a difference between historical accounting for what has happened in the past versus sort of, you know, having a political action by the Korean president saying that, hey, we need a national reunification and we need we need to you know, bring the country together. At the same time, I think we need to have a full accounting of what has happened. Unfortunately, mm. what has happened is you know, a lot of the evidence has been destroyed or have been sealed. So we don't really know what else has taken place. I mean, even if, even if you just look at what has been reported, you know, we sort of say, okay, so something happened, and then what? For uh, just, just take, you know, many of those scandals that uh, took place, it's, it's been p- fairly well established that Chesun for whatever reason, had a personal hand in appointing a uh, Korean ambassador to uh, Myanmar, for example. You know, he, he, the guy who was appointed was a Samsung uh, executive who had no experience in diplomacy, but had some personal in, uh, relationship with Chesun and he got appointed. Well, why did she want to do that? Well, there was really no follow-up about that there probably was some you know internal discussion about you know what, what went on but a lot of it has been just uncovered or covered up or sealed so we don't really know and i think we do need to have a full accounting you know that's just one example to be and, and speaking before of pardons and how we approach and how we want to uncover the full truth and you just mentioned samsung samsung chief ej young is he going to serve out his full five-year sentence, do you think? Well, I think that's going to be a, a lot of a parlor talk about, you know, you know and as well as betting in terms of like how, how long he will uh, he will actually serve the sentence. Um, I, 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 I guess, you know, the fact that he was found guilty, of course, not for the you know, most serious charges, but also, you know, somewhat serious charges that he was sentenced to five years kind of shows to a certain extent that, you know, Korea, the Korean judiciary cannot, you know, no longer really able to just let the, you know, Chebel chairman get away, which actually was sort of the pattern just, you know, about five, ten years ago. But at the same time, I think... You know, a lot of judges still have a lot of conservative outlooks. So, you know, I wouldn't want him a prediction, but he, I think it's quite possible that on appeal, he could get out and suspend the sentence. So we'll see. Um, well, finally, are we a better society for what we've gone through here? I hope so. I think, you know, 
a lot of people have so, sort of said, hey, Korea, you know, a certain uh, level of corruption is, you know, sort of okay. That's just uh, how business get done and how government affairs get done. I hope that, you know, better norms and, you know, a lot of things that kind of went on went against having Korean society function both economically, politically, and socially, you know, efficiently in order to, you know, achieve its goals. And I think, you know, having a full, uh, at least some accounting of what has happened and holding some people accountable for many of the, you know, things that obviously virtually everyone agreed that were wrong, that that accountability has taken place. I think it's a positive thing for the Korean society. Thank you very much much. for sharing that and helping us get up close today. Thank you. Jung Hwang, independent legal researcher with Lawcrime LLC. And that wraps up our show for today, just about. But um, we're getting more and more information in on this uh, THAAD deployment. Watch out for that today with the response that we can expect from China. We're talking about China. Hearing from a Chinese researcher earlier in the show that uh, perhaps uh, it's feeling itself scared by North Korea. It's difficult to swallow that, especially with what China's been prepared to to do to South Korea over the third deployment. Are we going to now see those economic measures, the unofficial sanctions ramped up in addition to the domestic turmoil? Well, you can follow that in our latest news headlines coming up in just a few moments and we'll be picking up the thread when we're back on air tomorrow at 7.05 but also stay with us in just a few moments for Koreascape and Kardashian.